I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Australia is on fire. Sony is skipping E3, and everything else has been delayed until further notice. Matt, what's going on? uh that's about it i mean that's a good episode good episode um, we'll see everybody later welcome to our 30 second news segments and we'll see you later for the next 30 second news bag how many more all right about 20 more seconds actually i can get through it quick there's probably a market for that oh we could 100 percent do it it's like snapchat videos at that point though right that's true maybe that's a thing though like you know some people so there's some what companies if, that what if it. we start a thing and our thing is like we do 30 second news video game news on tiktok we could do it super fast. This happened. This happened. This happened. You, that, perfect. Done. Yeah. Um, Which one of us wants to be the, the one that signs up for the TikTok account? Uh, that's not me. I'm not, oh, I'm damn it. I don't want to do it either. <laughs> well, someone else can take that idea, I guess. Yeah. Uh, somebody else that's uh, – we'll be your host. You just – you have to create the TikTok account because we won't do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way, welcome to this episode of Gamers 2 Podcast for January 17th. The uh, third episode of the experience. Yeah. The experience. Gamers 2 experience. The Gamers 2 podcast experience. God, experience. It's, it's just podcast. It, it makes it sound so pretentious. And not well, that it's I'm like, not it's that like I'm the not, Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. You know, and like, not that I'm not a pretentious person, but, you know, just saying. Anyway, this being a gaming podcast and things, what have you been up to the last seven days um well my life has gone to shit which i told you about it has um not like you know i mean you're not dying it could be worse yeah i mean let's be honest i just you know i had a couple a series of unfortunate unfortunate events, events. you and let me stick it both car broke down middle of the, of the high like not highway middle of the road like middle four busy four, road. four to six lane road you know uh so that was fun I uh, almost chopped my thumb off with my freaking Wustoff chef's knife. And that's all that does is speak quality to Wustoff. It does. I mean, quality knives. Almost chopped fingers off. Yeah, seriously. I have I a mean, Wustoff. I love it. You have a set of Wustoffs. I can only imagine your danger increases by 100%. Let me tell you what. The Wustoff. What Wustoff? <laughs> the Wustoff bread knife. Hot damn. See, I feel like I need. Now, don't get me wrong. I like my bread knife. Mm hmm. Yeah, I need a, I need a, I need a bread knife. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I know what you mean. It's bread like, knife. Like that sounds. I want it to bread. It's impressive. You'd you'd appreciate it. I'm sure. Oh, I'm 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 picturing it now. Yeah, it's lovely. Oh. It's 
I mean, and the nice thing about it is that like, it doesn't get as much use as the other knives, so it stays sh- like sharper longer. Right. Yep. Um. Yeah. So that happened, and uh, basically, the uh, I'm trying to think of all the other terrible things that happened to me, but there really wasn't much else. I guess. <laughs> um, I'm like accumulating like a driveway full of broken cars, basically. I like to say a try. Is there a second one? Well, yeah, my forerunner. Oh yeah, that's right. I forget that's there. I feel like it's just this point. It's been there so long now. Piece of work. It's going to be bad when I look at it and I realize it's starting to sink into the asphalt. You know how like when yeah, a car sits yep. for a really long time, like over a series of like a couple of hot summers. So which one do you fix? That's, see, now uh, now it's yeah. an issue. Now it's an issue. I told you about the fuel pump thing, how expensive yeah. it was. True. They're reaching price parity now on fixing them. And then here's or the other just, issue. Or do you just cut your ties with both and get a different That's car. the third option because then I was looking at leases and I'm like, now we're in parity on three different levels here. Like, Especially certain leases. And actually yeah. a lease works for you. Yeah, because like, obviously like I'm not a, a – I love cars, obviously. Right. But I'm a practical person, so I just want something that will get me from point A to point B. Yeah. So like, and if I have a cheap as, vehicle – Being as close you are and everything like that, it works. Like, yeah. A lease does not work in my scenario, yeah, but exactly. a lease does work in your scenario. But yeah. So anyways. Um, I'm intrigued to see what the future holds. Yeah, me too. We'll see. And on top At of that – At what point one of those cars ends up in my garage, we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> in less than a month away, we're leaving for two weeks as well. So – it's like that's true. I will have to see about a podcast at that point. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> yeah, right. Good luck with that one. Um, I'll remote in from the Dominican Republic with my terrible. Internet oh yeah, that'll access. go over that entire thing. That entire sentence will go over great. Oh hey, you guys are in the Dominican. Yeah, I still need Matt for a podcast. <laughs> How fast I would get Snapchats from the Dominican saying no. Well. I'll see if I can pull Dewey in. I'll, I think if we preface it with this is happening. You'd have to catch him on like – I think you'd have to schedule it differently. Well, I I could either schedule it differently. Like I could just do it on a Saturday night. Uh, but I think I just need to also get him – I need to tell him early enough out. Yeah. Because if I wait too late, he's going to be in Buffalo. True. Very true. Or some other part yeah. of the country. Syracuse, Buffalo. New York City. Utah. Nevada. Know, who knows? Um, God. Uh, as, Mark. as far as gaming goes, I have played nothing other than uh, The Old Republic. That's not true. I played Wolfenstein. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. No. Um, we beat Wolfenstein, which I guess we'll, I don't know, maybe we'll talk about it. I'll let you, I'll leave that up to you. No, no, take it, take it. I've got enough. I mean, it, it was Wolfenstein. I don't know what to say about it. It was oh, it was yeah. all right. I, mean, I kind of like the ending. It's so funny to me because there was more storytelling in the last in the, in like the last two missions. Yeah, than there was in the entire game. Yeah, in uh, the the best part, the best character in the whole game was the fucking bad guy that you never see until the very end. He literally, he literally is billed as a character who cannot speak through the whole game, and at the end he goes crazy. And obviously, it's a crazy German dude talking all crazy German language. And it sounds fantastic. Wicked good face animations. I was like, this is good shit. And that, you know, that's the last like hour of the game, maybe, or half hour of the game. Yeah. I was a little disappointed, I think, in the two fights. Oh, yeah. That was. I was just kind of like, okay. They introduced the mechanic at, at the very end. At literally the end, they introduced a the mechanic. You use the mechanic for the, for the first phase of the fight, 
and then you never need to use it again except to open a couple doors on that level. Yeah. What? Yep. And then um, the last part of the fight, you know, he's in the air and you can't really get to him some of the time. And then yeah. you get focus fired like instantaneously. Yeah, you get touched, you died. So, I mean, it was – I was happy to finally get it off our list. It's been on our list for a while. It is now yeah. off yeah. and moving on. Which then we moved into the Old Republic. Um, again. Again. Um, started some new characters. I've been playing. So when, when we didn't, we weren't playing, I play, I'm going through the Sith warrior, mm, okay. uh, storyline and I'm on, I just finished Roma and Kos. I just got my ship. I'm going to the third planet. I'm probably level 15, 16, something like that. All right. I haven't, uh, I haven't gone to start a new solo character. Mm. I've been debating going back and capping one of my other two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, see, but my problem is cause I have one of them was boosted to 70, but I never did any of their campaign story. And I don't know if there's a way for me to go back. And there do is it. not. So I'm don't even care to play that character. Cause I really want to, I wanted to play the campaign story. I mean, it was cool to have the boost and I still mm-hmm. have boosts left that I can use. Uh, but I, I, I have too many other things to play to start an MMO character. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't have anything to play, and it's looking like all the games, the, the majority of the games that are coming out in the spring are not games that interest me. Right, and so, we'll get to that. Um, my, I, for the, I, go ahead. I feel like I'll have things that do interest me, but uh, some of the biggest ones obviously are no longer in my window. Yeah. Uh, for the foreseeable future, I will be probably playing the Old Republic and just slowly making my way through the story campaigns until something changes. Like, yes. Yeah. It's you can get through the main line, main story quest, and get to level fifty free to play fairly easy, and so I think I'll just try to knock them out. And if I get bored and want to do something else, so be it. Or if I want to subscribe for a month and try to go past fifty and do the the expansion, so be it. I don't know. We'll yeah. see where the wind takes me. But um, that's it. Just doing the normal anime rigmarole. Uh, the baseball anime is fantastic still. Uh, the volleyball anime has started started back up. First episode, tantalizing. Um, Matt is watching all the sports I play. Love it. And uh, what else? That's it. That's it, really. That's it. That's all I got. Cool. I feel like there was something else that I consumed, but I'm not sure what it was. So, whatever. That's okay. it. <laughs> all right, then. Back to you in the newsroom. Jim? Give me the one. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so it, for me, was... Let me scroll back up here. Of course, FM20. Your little football manager. Yep. Little little dib-dab in the football manager. Uh, Star Wars, we talked about. Luigi's Mansion, still you know, still moving through. Uh, and then, yeah, Wolfenstein. And that's really been... That's been it as far as, uh, like, played things. Uh, if you if you know how to look at my profiles, you've seen a couple things pop up and here there. You know things are happening. I'm just testing some stuff. I'm not actually playing anything. I'm not going to talk about it now because I'm I'm planning it to be surprises later down the road. I'm confused. Don't worry about it. This is just me teasing with absolutely no direction. Okay, <laughs> that's my plan. That's how I do things. You like this water bottle? Boom, mm-hmm. tease. You don't know what water yeah. bottle I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about that's games. Fair. You don't know what games. You that's don't know what fair. I mean by surprises. I mean, that's kind of how the Old Republic happened for me, which was like I was craving Star Wars, a good Star Wars game, tried out Galaxies, but the only 
good version of Galaxies is the new game experience, which is basically a 90s version of the old Republic. Republic. So I was like, fuck it. (laughs) And then when you you started doing all the research into the old Republic, I was like, perfect. It means I don't have to do any. And I can just ask him all the questions. And you're like, oh, no, free to play. We can do a lot and everything. And I'm like, all right, if it's free, that doesn't hurt me. So I'll download it again. I'm I'm really happy with the way that the direction they went with the game where it's basically like we're gonna just give you we're gonna make it easy. You do what you wanna do. Like Yeah. Yeah. We're even gonna hide all the side quests. So like if you don't wanna do them, you don't have to. You can yeah. just click that button and then they'll all appear. Like, like I'm here for the story. <laughs> I don't need the side quest. So it's been interesting. Yeah. Playing as a uh Oh boy, what was I playing as? I'm playing as a Jedi Sentinel. Yeah. Which so far they've been weak, weaker story than um like the Inquisitor story, which is the only other one I played, so Sentinel or your you're talking about your consular story? My consular story. Oh, okay. Yeah, my Sentinel story's been fine so far, it seems. I feel like I'm doing more in mine. You're doing a lot of research. Yeah. I'm fighting things. Yeah. Like Yours picks up pace like right away. There's a clear, distinct purpose. Yeah. This one's just my mine's kind of just like I just want my fucking lightsabers. I know. Damn you, not giving me things immediately, and me not having my collection unlocked so I have a lightsaber mog immediately. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's basically what I've been been playing. Been reading the baseball book still. I'm all. I think I'm in chapter three, or I'm about to be in chapter three. Mm-hmm. So we're we're moving along, getting me some stats, doing some things, going well. Also, we're gonna stick right on the baseball train. Been baseball. trying, been trying to. Oh, I've I've discussed my addiction in weeks previous. It's not There's, getting worse, or sorry, it's not getting better. This is, like, this is an intense week for the uh, the old baseball. Uh, I don't even want to talk about that. World, we're gonna get me in going. I as much as I love to get going sometimes and do some rants. This is a gaming podcast. So I'm going to talk about baseball for a little bit more. <laughs> it's a game. <laughs> and not a lot more. Uh, been looking for a fantasy league, dynasty style. I think I've talked about this with you. I'm still on the hunt. I'm in one currently. Uh, it's drafting. It's having a ton of problems. So I'm looking for a much smaller one. <laughs> this, I mean, it's 24 people, so it's a giant league, and it, but it's free. So I'm looking for a smaller one that I can pay. I'm looking for specific settings though. So I'm, I'm I know where to look. I'm keeping my eye out, waiting to see what pops up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna step in and bam, take over. All right. Now that brings me to the next thing. Been watching Phil Hughes, Phil's polls, Phil's polls, YouTube, Phil Hughes, former pitcher for multiple teams, but of course beloved to the Yankees, and. That's the card thing, man. I just, I got to tap that vein. I got to tap that vein every now and then. And so in the tapping of that vein, there's a uh, people or company. I don't know. Are they a company on Twitter and stuff called Midwest Box Breaks? That's where you saw the four cards laid out from that came from them. Those were some of the breaks I participated in. Uh, Getting dipping your toes in. I dipped my toes in. I played in two of them. I just did random teams because, like, the Yankee slot, which is the Yankees are my team, obviously, but the Yankee slot was like $84. And I'm like, I'm not spending that. So I'll do like $23 and take random teams Mm -hmm. and hope for some cards out of it. Pull the 
whatever out of 99 card and a couple other cool cards. So I was like, all right, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Uh, I think Ben is the name of the guy that has the the company. Pretty cool guy. Chill guy. So I'm about that. It's a fun time. Leads me to my next thing. John Boy. Always. I've talked about John Boy on the show since I found him. Mm-hmm. I say found him. I didn't discover John Boy. That's That sounds <laughs> arrogant. Uh, but I picked up with it at the beginning of Talking Baseball. Mm-hmm. He obviously did years of stuff before that. But I really picked up during Talking Baseball and now have uh, gone from toes deep in the water to I dove headfirst into the forefoot end. But watching a lot, enjoying a lot, happy with the success that man is getting, and rightfully so. And now I use him to get to the segue that Matt and I watched two episodes or three Three. episodes of the game show baggage. And when I say we watched it, John boy, Jake and John boy on their, I think it's Jake and John boy and Jake radio or Jake and John boy radio is the name of the channel on YouTube. Uh, put up videos of them watching baggage and commentating over it. And then Matt and I watched them commentate while commentating ourselves. It was a real inception level thing. It was, it was an inception level, but years ago, I don't know whose house I was watching it at, but I would watch Baggage. It was always on Game Show Network at like 2 a.m. It was just one of those... Like throwaway. It was, it was a throwaway slot. But I would always watch it because it was always... It was one of those dumb game shows. And I'm just like, I want to know what these people got going on. I'm so <laughs> curious. And then when when Jake and John Boy started watching it, I was like, I'm not alone. Oh, God, I'm not alone. And... And Jake said it best. It's America's best kept secret. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that this show existed and I, I, it's over now and you know, all the episodes are old, but watching them go back over it and then just react and start making guesses and everything and being able to do that with you. Yeah. It, it was a ton of fun to just pause. All right, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dissect this situation. <laughs> who's winning? That's not even really baggage. What, you know, just, it was a good fun time. The what I am most enjoy about the show is the pacing. Like without the commercials, like just the show itself, it's a it's it's a really good length. Like it's a really good length, and it just moves. Yeah, it just goes. Like it just goes. It's right, organic. Cool. It's not too it's, long. Here's this phase. Here's this phase. Here's this phase. There's even the times where they're like, "All right, time to make a decision." There's no. Uh, there's like two sentences of, and they make the decision. They don't you know, go. All right, make the decision, and we're going to commercial. Like, none of that shit. I mean, Jerry Springer, a host, give or take. But, (laughs) I mean, really, it's him or, I don't know, maybe Bob Saget can host that show for what it is. But, yeah, it was a good time. I enjoy it. It's it's not good TV, I guess, by definition, but it is hysterical. And if you can... It's a guilty pleasure. If you can watch it with somebody that it gets at least semi-invested to the point where you're making bets the same way, you know, girls do on the bachelor type of yeah. thing where they're like, Ooh, I wonder what's going to happen. Like, yeah, but we're not having to watch all the drama unfold. We're literally just getting, this is a problem. This is a problem. And this is a problem. <laughs> See, I think this show would be a huge hit nowadays. Huge hit. And I can think of a lot of people that would absolutely love it. Oh, I'd, I'd be all for, I'd be all for it again. I'd be like, we need to have, baggage nights we sit down and just watch baggage 
or like I would just, I would DVR and stockpile episodes. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right, Matt's coming over. We got four episodes of baggage to get through. Yeah, and then I would have just a running tally counter about where we've been right so far. I might have to. Um, I'm, I'm maybe six, I'll do. A I'm hunt. six and nine. Maybe I'll do Going a hunt. phase two. Uh, I I don't even remember. I don't. I didn't keep track really. Uh, you're at I'm, least I'm you're like, at least three of nine because we both zeroed the second episode and we both hundred percent of the fir- the third episode. Mm-hmm. First episode, I hundred percent. That's how I know I'm six and nine. But I don't remember where you were in that one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I might have to go perusing see if I can scrounge up something on the interwebs. For more episodes, we'll oh, see. We can we can get da- we can get dangerous real quick doing stuff like this. But that also has given us you know video ideas and things like that. So all for not because we just don't do things like that because we're disappointments. Um, yeah. So that's that's a lot of words to say that uh, I've watched a lot of things and most of them are baseball related. <laughs> I have a problem. It's probably going to get worse in a couple months here. Well, once baseball actually starts, yeah, it like it'll be me actually watching baseball and not just everybody talking about it. Yeah, um, should settle. But it'll it'll get died down a little bit in uh, a little over a month because I'll be in Boston for packs, and that'll just be two weeks of us just talking about games. Proud about packs. End of February? End of February. Really early. But that's all well and good, Matt. But I could have played some stuff that came out this week. May I mean, at least something came out this week. <laughs> I mean, technically things came out in the first two episodes. I just didn't talk about them. Well, was it anything important? The answer is no. I Yeah. And pardon me if I sound slightly hoarse. I'm on the last upswing from a little bit of a... A little bit of a stifling cold. That's uh, that's very unfortunate. Tis the season for something. Yeah, colds. Season for colds. But I'm on the upswing. That's the good news. Anyway, <laughs> something, something. Games came out. <laughs> Where would people... Nate's new release extravaganza? Brought to you by the Gamers to Experience. Okay, all right. I wasn't sure if we were about to get a joke sponsor or not. Phil Hughes. My life. <laughs> I get it, because the jokes are <laughs> lives. Oh, yeah, brought to you by Phil Hughes, Phil's Polls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next week, you'll see us opening cards on a video. Opening. I'm going to buy Matt a pack of a box of cards and we're going to open them. I'm trying to think of a, a ridiculous... Nah, whatever. You want to open Yu-Gi-Oh cards? No. You want to open Pokemon cards? No. You want to open baseball cards? No. <laughs> I don't want to open any cards. NASCAR cards. Wow. Digging F1 deep. guards. Digging, I don't even think I make those. I bet you they do. I will Amazon Prime them to be ready for next week. Don't make me do it. <laughs> Read the new releases, goddammit. Demolish and Build 2018. For the Switch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's 2020. And yes, I'm reading that correctly. Demolish and Build 2018 for the Switch. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. And Far Out for the Xbox. Crazy week. It's slammed. Absolutely slammed. I don't know how you play all those games at the same time. 
Uh, do you want to take number one? Sure. It's actually a lot of stuff this week. Got a little bit of a lightning round at the end. Ooh, well. I love lightning rounds. Gets All me right. to say bad things. Here we go. <clears throat> number one, CD Projekt Red's role-playing game, Cyberpunk 2077, is being delayed from April 16th to September 17th. Quote, we are currently at a stage where the game is complete and playable, but there's still work to be done. The studio tweeted in an announcement explaining the move. Uh, the rest of the statement reads, quote, Night City is massive, full of stories, content, and places to visit. But due to the sheer scale and complexity of it all, we need more time to finish playtesting, fixing, and polishing. We want Cyberpunk 2077 to be our crowning achievement for this generation, and postponing launch will give us the precious months we need to make the game perfect. End quote. A multiplayer component for Cyberpunk 2077 was also originally supposed to launch after the game's April debut, among other free add-ons. In an, invest- in, in an investor call after the announcement, uh, CD Projekt Red said that the multiplayer option probably won't launch until 2021, which obviously makes sense. Um, the investor's call also had mention of Crunch, uh, someone asked if the team would be required to, quote, put in crunch hours, end quote. And CEO Adam, uh, pronunciation master over there, do you uh, do you got a you got a last name on that? Kissink? 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 I don't know. I don't know how that... I don't, I don't know what that it's accent... It's a Polish I'm, name. I don't know what the N accent does. I don't know either. It's a Polish name. Uh, it's the CEO of CD Projekt Red. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce Adam, your last name. We appreciate you. Um, he responded and said, "Quote: To some degree, yes. To be honest, we try to limit crunch as much as possible, but it is it is the final stage. We try to be reasonable in this regard, but yes, unfortunately." End quote. Uh, and I also believe that there are crunch laws in Poland that uh, basically kind of hold them back from doing the yeah worrisome crunch. Uh, I mean. So some people looked at their glass door, CD Projekt Red's glass door profile, and oh, it's course. not it's not it's not great. No, but like, is there a glass door profile that's great at this? Probably point? not. Um, I my take on it is I think people are blowing it a little out of proportion, and if they're being upfront about it, most likely they are being reasonable about and, it. Like, and we've talked that we love Schreier on here because we do. He does a lot of good work, but he also has an article out that says delays don't mean no crunch like yeah basically is like delays still cause crunch or whatever mm-hmm. and i'm like i i, I mean yes but like, are we are we saying that's the bad well, i don't know what we're saying like what do you like there's a lot to be said there's a lot to un- unpack that i don't really want to do right now yeah that's fair right at this point i'd rather focus on the conversation being uh that cyberpunk got delayed and now this spring has opened wide up for me because that was my I gotta play Doom and then I gotta play that. Yeah, but I think it's moved into a worse time slot. So it potentially for... it potentially has moved into a worse slot, but seeing how I'm gonna be playing Cyberpunk on PC mm-hmm. that I think saves it a lot, where the other distraction at that time becomes the PS5 or PlayStation games and I usually don't play more than one of them at a time. Anyway, I kind of suspect I I actually, I'm trying I don't know. to I I believe if I remember the the release schedule correctly that's what it would be. 
Uh, well, there's more to kind of say on that probably later on. I'm just on, getting so. messages on Discord left and right right now. Popular guy. No, it's I joined a server as we were doing this. Rookie move. Got to mute those servers. I I have I, almost every one of them muted unless I am specifically tagged in them. <laughs> it's the only time I want an alert. I have issues. Like, or, I well, can't... I don't have I don't have uh, my server muted because I need to know what's going on in there. I can't like get into the whole like Discord life. Like I join servers. You can't and... get into any. You you can't. You, it's it's a different version of social media in a way. It is, and, and that's my issue with that's it. That's why immediately you won't be there. Like I join some servers and like I'm involved for like a, a day or two, and then or maybe a week, and then like it just sits there. I I, I only join servers if it's something I'm at, like if it's a community driven server type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I was in the Druid Discord for a while when I was heal when I was raid healing and stuff to figure out like what people yeah. other people are Rotations, doing build-wise and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. And I was only there for that. And then the moment I stopped playing, wow, I just left that. I left yeah. that Discord. But for like other community ones or stuff, that's why I have one of the channels set up in our Discord that I can just pull announcements in from every other Discord. Mm-hmm. So I just have Cyberpunk news getting dropped in, Borderlands news getting dropped in, or whatever. So I don't actually have to go seek out a lot of stuff like that. I can just pull in the announcement channels. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, it's usually just other friends' talk servers. So like I have mine. I had Guild ones from WoW. So it's just a matter of who's on and stuff like that. So Gross. I just use it, it. I use it more for like like TeamSpeak channels. Yeah. Except it's now just an entire server with multiple channels. Yeah, I don't know. But it is social media, so naturally I'm... But at least in my server, if you if you were just in mine, it's only who I... There's no public invite to my server. Yeah, and that and I don't know, like, the majority of the people in the server I don't interact with because I don't know who they are, so... But the majority of people in the server are the four you do know. They're the only ones that are, like, usually active. The mm-hmm. other ones are, are there from old days past that have access to it. Cause I'm not just going to kick them out unless I need to, but yeah. Tangent. Tangent. Indeed. Tangentially related to number two. Not really. Not at all. Number two. Speaking of delays, square Enix has announced delays for two of its most anticipated 2020 games. Final fantasy seven remake has been pushed from March 3rd to April 10th. While the upcoming Marvel's Avengers has been delayed from May 15th to September 4th. Both games development teams are explaining their respective delays as needed to give the developers more time to polish the gameplay experiences. Which I don't, I mean, that's 90% of all delays. So That's the majority of all delays. I'm assuming that Avengers needs a lot more polishing at this point <laughs> than Final Fantasy does. But, well. uh, <laughs> but uh, I also did get to leave a note at my buddy's desk at work uh, the other day because he's He's had Final Fantasy VII pre-ordered since they announced it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I walked to his cube. He wasn't there. So I just left a note on his keyboard. I was like, by the way, Final Fantasy VII was delayed. Smiley face. And he texted me. He's like, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because he's had a delay. He's had it pre-ordered since the beginning. Yeah, since and like E3. Obviously, we know that was pre-order- that two years ago? Three years ago? Uh, might have been more than that. It might have been four years ago. Uh, remember that they, we know that they hold, uh, reserve dates or like pre-order dates as 1231 whatever year mm-hmm. because they're just like yeah it can come yeah. out anytime we're just putting it at the end of the year and then we'll switch it over to the new year yeah so he's like yeah it's coming out on the 31st and i was like oh that does not mean what you think it does bud <laughs> he's like what do you mean i was like just wait and then it pushes over into the next year and goes to the 31 of that year and he's like i hate you and i was like <laughs> i i don't know how you didn't know this but you're gonna be waiting a, lot, a long time that's fantastic 
<clears throat> but yeah, that that I definitely think Marvel needed to get pushed based on what we've seen. Yeah. Um, I'm cool with the pushing of all the games because I think that ne- we, neither of those officially affect me. I think this generation we got caught up into the that this like aura of having to like get these games out quickly, which is not just if you don't talk about them, you don't hype them up. You know, you just you don't even have to announce it or just announce it and then just let it fester. Like right. It's it's the constantly bringing it up and keeping it in people's mind share that like is causing people to be like, when's this game coming out? When's this game coming yeah. out? You know, like and just let it go. Let I it go. I don't want to. Are we going to talk about more delays? I don't remember. Maybe not. I don't um, so know. I don't know who made this. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why my like dismissal noise is that. But anyway, the other thing, and I don't want to disappoint people, but I'm going to say it. There's going to be more delays in, within the next four weeks. We're reaching end of fiscal year. If the games aren't coming out, they need to get in front of investors and say, we're moving this game. Mm-hmm. And, and I think like piss them all off. And not to mention, we're also headed towards new consoles. So yeah, which I think you'll see a lot more companies willing to push games into the next, next fiscal year, because everyone assumes this is going to be a weak end to the fiscal year. So yeah. they're like, okay with taking the, an extra hit. Like, Okay, you've got you know X big game, and you guys are selling it to us as a big game. If you need to push it, and you're going to try to release closer to new consoles at the same time, we understand. Yeah. But at the same time, for the situation of something like kind of Final Fantasy ish, you've had this for I don't know how long. When are we going to see it? Yeah. But Final, you know, Square is famous for doing this. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, the lineup. Of fighters and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate continues to grow. In a lengthy video presentation, Smash Director, why do I keep getting these names? I'm so bad. I don't know these people, so I don't you, you care. You know this name. I, I, anything Nintendo, bro. In one ear, right out the other. Alrighty then. Dude. Masahiro Sakura? Sakurai. Sakurai. Oh, yeah. I do recognize Yeah, that you name. know Sakurai. Even if you didn't know Masahiro, but I mean, that's a pretty uh, easy first name. Smash Director. Masahiro Sakurai revealed that. All right, you're a three house player. Is it Byleth? Yeah, I'm going with that. I haven't ran into them in three houses yet. Okay. Uh, Revealed that Byleth from Fire Emblem Three Houses will be the next character added to the Nintendo Switch game. They might be from a different house than I am. Okay, that's a chance. According to Sakurai, Byleth's mobility is low, but the character is good at fighting from a distance. Byleth wields the hero's relic, a powerful weapon, weapon from the three houses. Uh, which changes depending on the direction you attack. While Byleth is the first character from Three Houses to join Smash, the game is filled with a huge range of Fire Emblem characters already. Alongside Byleth, a new Three Houses stage is also being added to the game, based on the Garag Mach Monastery, where players spent most of their time in the latest, latest Fire Emblem. Likewise, 11 songs from the Three Houses are being added to Ultimate as well. Welcome to the Three Houses DLC. Basically, I heard that the direct for it was like 30-something minutes, 39 minutes or something. Yeah, something along those lines, and apparently a bunch of people were like, what the hell? <laughs> apparently it was not yeah. received well. Which, but I don't, I, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. It is comical to read that, like, this is all the content that came out of, like, almost the 40-minute long yeah. Nintendo Direct. Yeah. But it is also, it's so them. Yeah, it is. Which is the 
they covered so much with Pokemon and they showed a lot of, for Pokemon. In 20 minutes. In 20 minutes. Yeah. I was, that's why I like the direct happened. I was like, that was a good direct. Like, cause they just, it was, un, it was enough content for the amount of time they covered. Right. And it, I mean, at some points, there was also so much content. Like, yeah. It was almost too much content that like, they, they could have removed some and explained some in yeah. 20 minutes, but. Oh, I'm dying. All right. Number four. Three major games firms are contributing towards aid for Australia as bushfires continue to ravage the nation. Local developer Ubisoft Australia has donated 30000 Australian dollars to the Australia Red Cross disaster. Yeah, what do they call their money? Do you know? Dingoes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, like I, I don't know if they're, if they're like a pound type maybe, of people. Maybe they, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. Do they have a... Hmm. To the Australia Red Cross Disaster and Recovery Relief Fund and is encouraging more direct donations from its audience. Meanwhile, Infinity Ward has renamed its Outback Pack for Call of Duty Modern Warfare to the Outback Relief Pack and will be donating 100% of all the DLC sales across all platforms until January 31st. Finally... Destiny developer Bungie is also rallying behind aid efforts with the creation of a limited edition t-shirt. Anyone who purchases this item will also receive an exclusive emblem for use in-game. According to the blog post, half the profits generated by these sales will be donated to the New South Wales Rural Fire Service. Man, that's a mouthful. Which is leading containment efforts in one of the worst affected areas. The other half will go to Australia's biggest wildlife rescue organization, Wires, these efforts follow an initiative from U.S.-based indie Critivo, which is donated donating two-month revenues from both its own store and its game's Steam sales to aiding Australia. Yeah, I think that was the first one that kicked it off. Oh, okay. And it's just the Australian dollar. All right. Which, in case you're curious, one Australian dollar is equal to 69 cents in the U.S., Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, all right. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, random fact for you. Also, it, uh, they got rain today. So, and one one of the state states of Australia. Which... I did. I did see that they, that they did get some rain. Uh, obviously, that did not all of a sudden just stop fires. No. Um, but yeah, it's it is nice to. We're, we're going to bring up the Australia fires again later uh, as another. There's another sale. I'm going to. Oh. Hit okay. on. But it is it is nice to see the beginning kind of of like people slowly coming together because it, it's the joke of like, yes, Notre Dame burned, right? Yeah. How fast did money go to Notre Dame burning when Australia is going to lose its continent and hasn't received the, a trickle of the money Notre Dame did? Like, I understand Notre Dame. I, but, I, yeah, but, yeah. What if France, what if France was on fire? Over a billion animals. Like all of just France burned down. Over, I mean, that, that'd be probably equal to the amount of land that is on fire in Australia. Yeah, and it actually might be smaller than the amount of land that's on fire yeah. in Australia. I saw an overlay on, like, someone overlaid Australia on the U.S. And, you know, who knows if it was accurate. But it would basically, like, the, it would be like the majority of the East Coast is on fire. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, the majority of everything is on fire. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Fascinating. Is, is it bad if you like hope for a tsunami, <laughs> like a monsoon or like uh, some other yeah, water like, based, like, yeah, some type of water based natural disaster? Oh. I don't think that's actually a solution, but you never know. The way things are going, you never know. We must create another problem to solve <laughs> the other problem. It's the old, uh, you know, mouses in a wall. Send a cat in to get the mouse, or send a whatever that whole yeah. thing. It, I, I've mentioned this joke on this podcast before. Somehow that ends up with a horse <laughs> trying a horse to go into the, the wall, wall to pull something out. And then I think he kills the person. I don't know. It's a intense story. Sony. I think it's a nursery rhyme. That would be. Sony skipping E3. I'm not saying the ending of it's good, but yeah. I, I did mention that earlier. Uh, just months before it plans to launch its upcoming PlayStation 5 console during the 2020 holiday season. Uh, this is the second year in a row Sony is skipping one of the largest video game conferences in the world. A Sony spokesperson said the following, quote, after a thorough evaluation, SIE has decided to not participate in E3 2020. We have great respect for the ESA as an organization, but we do not feel the vision of E3 2020 is the right venue for what we are focused on this year. We will build upon our global event strategy in 2020 by participating in hundreds of consumer events across the globe. Our focus is on making sure fans feel part of the PlayStation family and have access to play their favorite content. We have a fantastic lineup of titles. Who said that weird? Fantastic lineup of titles coming to PlayStation 4. And with the upcoming launch of PlayStation 5, we are truly looking forward to a year of celebration with our fans. End quote. After Sony's announcement, Microsoft's Phil Spencer took to Twitter to confirm that Xbox will be present at this year's show. It's January, and we're talking about E3. I know. Earlier and earlier. 
You guys want to talk about 2021? Sony also won't be at 2021. Boom. Big breaking news. You're welcome. Does this mean anything to you? No. It doesn't to me either. No. Because here's what's going to happen. In the next month before PAX, Sony's probably going to have the reveal event. And it's going to be their own event. Cerny's going to be on stage. It's going to be a whole thing. It's going to be a fun time. NAC 3. NAC 3 will be announced. Donkey will come on stage to do it. <laughs> what if, though? <laughs> the memes. What if, like, the lights go down and then Donkey's like, all right, guys, I'm here to play my... I can't do a Donkey impression. I'm sorry. I can't either. Do- all right, guys, I'm here to play my favorite... The sequel to my favorite video game. Yeah, and then, and, like... And it's just his voiceover playing NAC yeah. 3. That'd be great. The uh, Like, he does, like, a Donkey review on NAC 3 before yeah. it releases. Look at the thing. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be a good time. The uh, They're going to do... I assume they're going to do it in February. They're going to do the reveal event. And then it's just going to be, hey, here's it at PAX. Hey, here's it at this other thing. Hey, here's it here. Hey, do you want to play the PlayStation 5 at a demo in Best Buy? There's that. Here's it at PAX West. Here's it at Gamescom. And they're just going to do all these. They're not going to do press events. They're just going to do, here's all these places to play it and see it yeah. and stuff like that. And then they're Ugh. just going to go, and by the way, and it's out now. Can you imagine the lines at like an event to play a PlayStation Five? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, they'll be they'll be absolutely massive. It'd be silly. I'm I'm really hoping that they don't. Not that it would matter to me, but I'm hoping that they don't say in the February event like boom PlayStation Five, and then it packs. I see PlayStation Five being able to like be played. Yeah, but Sony also does pretty well. Usually, I mean, they don't do it for I think the Best Buy events or whatever. But they use at PAX, they use the app. So you have to be. Yeah, you, you have to register. sign up for a time slot. So there's no reason to have lines. Like if you don't sign up for the time slot, you don't get in. And it's like, I don't I don't need to play on the PS5. No. Will it be cool if I can get in using my sweet press credentials? Yeah. Do I have those? No. That's the joke. But I I can only imagine how, if, if a PS5 was at PAX, how absolutely bonkersly swarmed that booth would be same thing with xbox there's an xbox series x there both would just be people i'd be like perfect i get to go do other things or at least be like thank you i'm going thursday when there's much less people in my way yeah shall we move on to number six Quantic Dream boss David Cage has kicked off 2020 by teasing the studio's plans for the year, though unfortunately he avoids any specifics. So, of course, we're going to talk sheer speculation. He does promise a lot of surprises for its fans, however, and judging by the tweet, they might have something to do with Detroit Become Human. The tweet says, quote, Okay, I'm late, but I wanted to say... Happy New Year. I wish you the best for 2020. 2019 has been an amazing year for the studio. 2020 should be even more exciting. We have a lot of surprises to come for our fans, so stay tuned. And in 2020, more than ever, be deviant. End quote. With the text from the tweet was a screenshot of Marcus, one of the main characters from Detroit Become Human, which, depending on how you finish the game, lit himself on fire. (laughs) Uh, I should... I, I structured... I str- <laughs> you're, you're doing one of these. Oh yeah, it's, it's kind of a disaster. I got a haircut, and I'm still trying to figure out how to like deal with uh, it. Yeah, um, I need to get a haircut. You- I started going to a barber. Oh, interesting. So this is the third time I've gone there, oh. and um, I'm one of those people who like I wait as long as possible to get a haircut. My my like pushing it 
is four weeks. I'm on a, I'm usually on a, like a, I have four so, weeks. I notice I'm like, I, this has got to go. So I'm like, I'm like a, at least, I wait at least six weeks, sometimes longer. So uh, I have four weeks. I notice it in here. Yeah. So that's what was happening. Um, it was covering my ears. I went there super nice. Uh, there's two people at work there. I got the lady, which I've had her before as well. And she was, she, I, you've seen my hair before. When it was longer. Uh, you're right. <laughs> she spent over an hour cutting my hair. Over an hour. Wow. And which was great. Great I was experience. Saying, is, I was say, is that a good thing? I don't know. Uh, I won't go into detail, but it was great. Um, and she cut my hair. She spent a ton of time and explained to me exactly what she's going to do. And she cut it totally different based on the fact that she's like, I know you don't like to come in here very often. You wait as long as possible to get your hair cut. I'm going to cut your hair in a way that as it grows out, it'll still look okay. Like, it'll still look good as it grows out and gets longer. I was like, God damn. You got a, you got a repeat customer. I, I like that you're just like, <laughs> you walk in and she's like, listen, I know I don't see you that often. So I'm going to make you not look like shit the next <laughs> yeah. time you come in. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's what she said. She's like, we're going to see how long we can push this out. Yeah. I was like, all right. Nice. You know what? Push it eight weeks. Let me see how it looks at eight weeks and we'll kind of, I'll dial it back. Uh, anyway, yeah. So David Cage, thoughts on Detroit? Um, I'm I'm down with that. More Detroit. Let's do it. You think we're doing Detroit too? Electric Boogaloo. Hey, hey, there's the joke. I feel like at this point, it's been long enough to where that's what they should do. I don't, what would, what would even happen though? Like, how do you do a Detroit two? Because, because how, do you, of the choices? How, how do you do the endings? How do you wrap up everybody's potential endings? I'm assuming that they're not going... It's not going to be a direct sequel. Right. I, I would assume that unless you can import your... Time jump, file. I would assume, of some kind or... A lot, well, like I said... They could or, do it. I mean, outside... Who's... I mean, it's... They would have to say import your save files the other way. Yeah. So they could get your your results and go, okay, these options are automatically disabled by the beginning. They could do that, yeah. Yeah, I, guess I mean, they could. There's games that have done it. That's what yeah. you know, like Batman. You know, all the Telltale games that had seasons, they looked at your previous season file. Yeah, and clearly they are more than capable of coming up with story trees and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, more than capable to the point where Matt Dewey and I had and Sam had to all sit down one night and watch about two hours of just, tri- like of just trying to figure scenes out. of like, wait, where did you end? <laughs> How does this person's uh, story finish out? Mm-hmm. And then I think I got accused of something by Sam because I killed somebody or let somebody die. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, that was a. Did I let the kid die? There was something weird. Oh, maybe it was. I don't know. It was a Marcus thing. I don't then know. I got but to the end, and she's, I think that she's game like, you shot or you shot them or whatever. And I was like, "What are you?" I don't know what. I think that game is like one of the most underrated games of like the past couple of years, for sure. It's... Yeah, because I got I got into the fight. In the street, and you're like, what, what street fight? Because I fought in the parade. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, like, and you're like, what do you mean? How did you get there? And we had to trace it back to the choices I made beforehand. Yeah. It was it was a good time. That it was, was. It was. It's those fun discussions we get to have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next up, we have Bioware. Uh, Bioware recently shared a brief video on social media combined with a little music, no emoji, and hashtag mass relays attached. Um, the actual content of the video is basically just a summary of the concept of Mass Effect, the fic- fictional force in the franchise that it's named after. Uh, the social media post is leading many to believe that a Mass Effect remaster is on the way, which has been a rumor popping up now and again for the past like couple years. Excited? I would take a Mass Effect um, 
If they remastered all four of them. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. But um, if they remaster Andromeda, I would take a remaster of the trilogy for sure. I think I, I would definitely replay with, them. With which ending to three? I don't know, all of them, I guess. Um, and I, just, I think I it might be. I just know everybody stink over the original or whatever. Yeah, it might be a good. I don't know. I don't even know. I, I'm. That would, I'm so, that would definitely be a potential one for if it existed right if the remastered trilogy came out that would definitely be one where you and i in our uh bank of all these videos we're gonna make should sit down and make me play through it yeah i'd be down for that the only issue is uh that would be like we'd have to edit it heavily because like clearly you know it's a long ass game so yeah um i need to hire an editor (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know i'm i'm I like Mass Effect, and I would take a remaster, but I'm really hesitant with anything Bioware-related now just because, like, they're working on Dragon Age. There's the rumors about Anthem, and I just want to see... I want to see their next stuff because I want to see what direction they're going. What if they're, they're not going. remastering it? I, I would be all right with that. Like, if EA is like, we, the game already exists, and we're not trying to reimagine anything. We're just trying to do graphics updates to like it. it so. who, who does, who's the remaster? Is it Bluepoint? Did they do rem- ports. They do ports. Didn't yeah, they do they remasters? Were... They weren't they the ones that did Shadow of Colossus? Was that Blue Point? And they're doing. Oh, uh, yeah, that might have been Blue Point. I'm thinking of somebody else that was doing the Witcher translation to Switch. Yeah, and they're the ones who like are rumored to be doing Demon Souls. I think they said they had something big coming, but they never said what it was. I was when I saw this, and like you, you are the one that tipped me to it because it didn't show. It doesn't show up anywhere. It's on like. I need the big sites. And my apps, man. My apps give me the news. And so I looked into it, and that was the first thing that popped in my head was, like, that Blue Point thing said that the other day. And, like, I mean, I don't know if I would – he's like, oh, we're working on something that's, like, you know, bigger than we've ever worked on before. Yeah, which is what he's – yeah. Which kind of, like, it, that, that would be something, uh, but I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. I'm down for it. Moral of the story. Yeah. And I've never played them, so. Good. They're good, for sure. Number eight. Oh, excuse me. Hold on. I'm going to get there. Don't worry. Want some water? No, I thought I was going to have to burp. All right. Number eight. Sony's once steadfast approach to video game exclusives appears to be giving way to a new, more player-friendly one. According to Kotaku, the PlayStation 4 exclusive Horizon Zero Dawn is slated to become is slated to come to PC later this year. The game would be the first Sony-developed PS4 exclusive to launch on another platform after release. Kotaku's Jason Schreier later added on Twitter that he doesn't believe Horizon Zero Dawn would be the only title to make the jump to PC. Eurogamers News editor Tom Phillips heavily hinted that Media Molecule's Dreams, which is due for release on February 14th for PlayStation 4, would be a likely candidate. All of that is believable. There are too many words in that last sentence that hurt my brain. Um, Dreams on PC would make a lot of sense dreams not being out is still something I have, have you to, seen I have the to, shit that people have made in yes, dreams though i'm looking i look at it, i'm like how but dream and dreams is doing an award show i don't know if you saw that there's an awards show coming out for dreams for like creators and stuff like that 
Greg Miller's on the pan, on the judging list. Alana Pierce is on the judging list. They're the two that I saw. I am I, so fascinated by dreams, but it's clearly not for me. Yeah, it's, like, it's clearly not meant for me, but it looks amazing. It's 100% not for me, but yeah, every time something pops up on Reddit where it's like made in dreams, I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> exactly. Like someone made like what looked like Skyrim like or something. I, I thought it was Death Stranding. Yeah, I was like... And then they're just doing a 360 pan of you. I'm like, what is happening? But it uh, it, that definitely makes sense to go to PC. But then at that point, it's not like it's a tool. It's a well. I mean, Dreams has been a tool the entire time, but on PC, it just makes it even easier because now you don't have to control things with a controller. Yeah, that on PC would be nasty, especially if it's like the it kind of makes my mind hurt because you put Dreams. We've seen what Dreams is capable of on the PS4. Hundred percent. You put it on PC, and then what theoretically we're hearing the PS5 and Xboxes are capable of, like as far as hardware related, like that whole combination of situations. Yeah. It's like people now you have fans you know you got an eight year old kid who's like a prodigy genius at developing games, and he has dreams, and he comes out with this like yeah you know he's no longer Red Dead Redemption Two style like <laughs> yeah. masterpiece. And you're like, what the fuck is the world? You know, he's no longer using Scratch to program. That's a joke you won't get, but Scratch is essentially it's a it's a language or editor. What I don't know. I know. I know. It's it a is. cat. Yeah, and you drag blocks to do programming. But good intro if you literally don't understand logic. But uh, yeah, that was interesting. And then obviously, yes, the Horizon Zero Dawn to PC is not like a surprising thing to me. Uh, it's nine ninety nine now. I think like mm-hmm. in order to get it. And why would you not put it on PC? Get more hype going into. Horizon Zero Dawn two on the next on the next gen. It makes sense to me too, since uh, Death Stranding's coming to PC, uses the same game engine. Like clearly, the game engine, yeah, it we're, mu- it's probably can do like is good for that environment. Yeah, and I'm sure it's just going to be the we're going to start trickling this and start testing everything as this potentially becomes more the norm that we have year to two year exclusivity deals with our own console games before we drop them on PC. Mm-hmm. The Rockstar approach. Yeah. <laughs> Double dip. Um, lightning round of sorts. Crack, boom. Lightning sounds. Crack, crack, boom. Uh, lightning doesn't make sound, I guess. Thunder makes sounds. Lightning just does things. Yeah, they go hand in hand. Do they? Um, you ever seen snow lightning? I did the other day, actually. It's funny it is, you should say weird, that because uh, I think it was like two weeks ago or something we had that storm. It was like a blizzard, and then I saw lightning, and I was like, "Well, that's the first for me." Like, yeah, it was. I think I've it heard was, of it. I knew it existed, but I think I was in high school when I saw it for the first time. I was going up to a buddy's house over mm-hmm. here, and we it's, were going up the road, and there it was one of the roads. Like, there's no street lights or anything, mm-hmm. and it's just clear snow, like the big white, white big white flakes just coming. And over they, in the right, you just there was just this giant flash, and I was like, "There's no way that was lightning." And then it happened again. I was like, "Snow lightning is now a thing." That is my name for it. And then not. Not the next night I see the news and they're like, so snow lightning. And I was like, I'm not crazy. It's, it kind of like breaks your brain because like, you know, the two things, but they're just like, you know, you just don't, it just hurt me. It happened. I was like, I knew it existed. And I was just like, uh, I like shut down for a second. I was like, (laughs) what the fuck? Anyways, lightning round. Uh, We'll start with the trailers. Uh, we watched three trailers. The first one being Doom Eternal. Uh, thoughts, feelings? I'm pumped. 
pumped. It did look really good. Ripping in the Terran. Uh, my issue is I haven't played the previous Doom, so. Oh, oh you got to play Doom 26. It's only like 10 bucks. Maybe I'll pick it up and I rip through it. cheaper than that at certain places. It's so good. Uh, well optimized, too, which is always a good thing. Oh, yeah. It moves. It When I played 2016, I was like, this, is, this moves so well. So smooth. My computer, real rough, bro. Getting... Getting, <laughs> getting real rough. Well, good news, Cyberpunk got delayed. So I know that I was talking to Samantha about it and with like everything going on, I was like, I'm kind of thrilled that Cybercom got delayed because that was what I was most worried about. And now it's you know. Anyways, um, Resident Evil Three, which was the Nemesis trailer. I don't know. Do you have any interest in that? Uh, I only have interest in, in Resident Evil for watching other people play it. Mm-hmm. It the games never. I was just like, I don't, I don't care. Same, but it looks really pretty. Mm-hmm. I, if if it looks like it's getting the full treatment that two did, and two looked great, and everybody loved two that played it, mm-hmm. so I don't see why you know this should be the same yeah. same formula, plug and play, mm-hmm. and I'll enjoy watching Ray or whoever play through it. Yeah. Uh, and then Zombie Army Four: Dead War. Holy shit! Yeah, they went ham on this one. They went. So ham. Uh, we own Zombie Army Trilogy. And we've never played it. Uh, nope. I came across that recently on Steam when I was like trying to sort through what shit. Game? Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, yeah, we never played this. Yeah, we've never played it. Uh, but if you want to watch Insanity of what Zombie Army can be, uh, the good old YouTube channel Mr. Sark has... Thirty some odd video, part videos of them playing four person co op Nazi zombie, the campaign in the first three games mm-hmm. on the absolute hardest difficulty, max zombies, max difficulty. They're inside and wind is still being a factor and bullets and stuff. It is actual insanity. Checkpoints are not nice to them. March was that the release date? I. Uh, believe march march sounds right i don't know maybe we should explore playing that but this this seems even like the the ones they were playing just seemed like they took the mechanics from the camp the regular sniper elite game and just put them in with a zombie problem like yeah here's just giant hordes of zombies and you know get through it and here's some like crazy enemy types or whatever this seemed to have I don't money if I broke my my language broke to have many more RPG elements. Yeah, and they didn't seem like like cheap, you know, tacky knockoff stuff. Like right. it, it was it looked interesting. Gun variations and your gun classes had different abilities and there there was a that trailer was a six minute. It trailer. almost had like a like with the abilities thing, like it was giving me like almost like they were throwing a little like destiny sprinkling in there with the yeah, supers and stuff. Yeah, like, a little bit. It was just cool. Was, it's it was a six minute and like forty second trailer or something for the PlayStation mm-hmm. Four. And obviously we saw it at E three last year. We talked about it then. But this trailer that came out uh four days ago maybe, I was like uh, a six minute trailer and then they showed everything, and I was, holy shit, there's a lot to be seen in this game versus yeah. versus their previous ones. Yeah. Um, it, I wish we could get four people together to play it, but I don't think that's... Oh, that ain't going to happen. Yeah, it's not, it's not realistic. Anyways. I, lo- the, I, I love the thought. Yeah. But... Um, 
past the trailers now. Uh, we're just going to do some quick lightning news here. Uh, Microsoft says that the Xbox Series X won't have exclusive first-party games at launch. Halo's not ready. Um, that and they're basically they're saying that like any games they come out with at launch are going to work on all of their systems at the same time. Is that what they mean by exclusive? Yeah, I don't like that. Mm. I mean, that's it's, stupid. It is and isn't. I feel like I'm looking at this generation, maybe not with Sony, but with Xbox, they're looking to do like a soft launch, like cell phone release kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but here's here's what I... Correct me if I'm wrong. In hearing this news... Your name, are you ex- ever wrong? Fair point. <laughs> well played, Matt. So don't bother correcting me. But Microsoft says that Xbox Series X won't have ex- exclusive first-party games at launch. So... Are they saying that there will be no, in terms of like, if it launches on Microsoft, it will also be on Sony? Is that what they mean? Or do they mean they won't be exclusive to the Series X, meaning it'll be on the Series X, the PC, the Xbox One, whatever? The latter. The latter? That's a stupid statement, then. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of... We will have no games... That, we we aren't giving like, you a reason to buy the Series X is basically... Yeah. Really what it should say is, no, all games will still be available for all platforms. Yeah. Um, Take the word exclusive out of there. I'm sorry, bro. All right. I'm just I saying know, what other people just, are saying. I know. I know. I'm not mad at you. All right. Moving on. Elder Scrolls Online is getting another expansion in uh, May 18th called Graymore. We didn't watch that trailer. We didn't. I You know, it's whatever. It adds a new zone, uh, which is actually Western Skyrim, uh, and it has story. It's a full-on expansion, main quest line, whole whole two, whole bunch of new shit. Arthur yeah. Morgan goes to Skyrim. So uh, yeah, there's that. It's vampires. That's the thing. It's vampires. I got a plan. We're gonna go to Greymoor. Tangerines. Uh, it's cool if they're still doing expansions for it. I guess I don't know. Must be successful. Arthur. Uh, Next up is Windows 7 is dead. Just a little, you know, reminder. Officially. It did yeah. officially die. It did officially get murdered. Um, and there were some fun Left 4 Dead 3 rumors that were making the rounds. People, Valve does not do threes. They don't, and they said that, which is funny. The whole series of events is funny. The guy who leaked the Half-Life Alex stuff yeah. said that at one point Half-Life 3 was a thing, and it was VR. News organizations picked that up and were saying Half-Life 3 VR is coming. Um, And then basically it went up and up and up until uh, the HTC president of HTC China president had like slides for like some, you know, some investor thing. And he listed Half-Life 3 as a reason for people to invest into HTC Vive (laughs) Pro. And it was just this like comical thing, and then Valve had to come out, which Valve rarely does this. Yeah, Valve released a statement saying, like, it was so blunt. I love Valve statements because they're always super blunt. Yeah, and it's like people are just stirring shit up. Like this is this is it was a thing. They're like, it, we worked on this years ago. We have no plans to release a game. Yeah. So apparently they worked on it from 2013 to 2017. It's the old. Uh, it's the old. We're at 17 percent now. We hit 30 percent. One person kind of got wind of something and it just ran and they never bothered to double check. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, Bioshock Collection was rated for Switch. Uh, this was from a Taiwanese games rating board. Collection includes uh, all three, I assume, then? 
Um, one, two, and infinite? I don't think anyone knows. Okay. I would assume as well, but I don't think anyone has any hard. This is kind of a rumor. And that's just kind of like a whatever mm-hmm. at this point, too. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. More things got ported to Switch. Yeah. Um, and last, uh, Ubisoft's editorial team, which uh, is the, the executive team that makes all the decisions on like what games are going to be made and all that good stuff. Uh, okay. Uh, Ubisoft's editorial team is restructuring. Um, execs will have more independence and with some execs managing whole franchises. So I guess this is in response to Breakpoint, essentially. Well, (laughs) I mean, Breakpoint was a thing. Yeah. It could be interesting because, like, I I thought it was funny. The first thing I thought of was uh, Sony and how Sony's uh, kind of um, consolidating. Right. Whereas Ubisoft's going the opposite way and they're like, you know, let's start a bunch of little manufacturers. The good old reverse pyramid. Yeah. Like let's let's give everyone control. So like that executive's like, oh, we're gonna greenlight this game. The other executive's like, oh, we're gonna greenlight this game. Yeah. Like, well, know. the best part is they all do that, and then they all have to go to Eve, and Eve's just like, no, <laughs> like you're nah. wrong, you're wrong, you're cool, <laughs> you're going you're out wrong. the window. <laughs> what if we made Black Flag two? Get out. <laughs> That's it for news. Cool. Can you uh, click on the link that uh, is new? Australia? Yeah. Uh, so Humble Bundle has decided to jump in to the... We're done with the news. We're going into deals. This is the only deal I'm going to talk about. So take that for what you will. But Humble Bundle has decided to dive in. And I want this on the social media page. I want this on all of them. I'm telling that as notes. Take that note. Write it down. Find the link. Post it. Anyway. I do in-show editing. That's just how it works. Why well, cut that out when I could just say it now and I know they'll listen. The Humble Bundle is doing a large bundle that 100% of that bundle is going to charity for... Do they say the charity on there? Uh, all it says is that... At, I can't read that one. Wires. Okay, so it's going to wire. Uh, Australian Red Cross. Okay. Um, the RSPCA, uh, which is, I think was the other one. That, yep. And then the WWF. World Wildlife Federation. Yep. So the 100%, the, it's $25 at a minimum or more. And then 100% of that money is going straight to those organizations. And Matt, if you would give me the, if you would not back out of the page it, just, it doesn't like the ipad for some reason but I, it broke um but I, i'll just, be back in a second here if if when it comes back you can just give me some hits because i saw some big ones in there and for 25 bucks i think it's uh they said it crazy deal 400 dollars worth of uh games so we have hollow knight a great game void bastards also great game a Euro Truck Simulator 2. And as we know, we pimp all simulators on this show, so yep. let's get driving in Europe. <clears throat> uh, Duck Game, Duck uh, game. which looks real interesting. Crawl, um, regular human basketball, and that looks cool. Which, of course, as we know, is totally all regular humans playing basketball. Yep. Hack Night, Satellite Rain. Hack Night is a good time. Hack Night, thank you. Hack Night is... I've talked about Hack Night, I think, on this show before. I was playing it, I think, in our very first... Our beginning 
our our coddling of or well, I don't know our coming out. Of, I, I gotta stop making horrible analogies. Uh, our very first episodes where it was a hacking type thing. You're in a terminal window. You're running all these tools and doing these things. And I was like, that's kind of cool. It's a fun time. Huh. Primal Carnage Extinction. Uh, Mr. Shifty. Uh, Mr. Shifty, fun game. I've played that one. Frog Detective One. A f- uh, the Haunted Island. I'm a detective um, and I'm a frog. Cool. Think of the children. Think of the children. Another fun game. Matt and I are still in court in that game. We've never finished it. That was a good game. Feather. Uh, Tower know, of Guns. Tower Fro- of Guns. Fun game. Rising Dusk. Don't know it. Death Squared. Death Squared. Fun game. Also a massive game. There are some hundred odd levels or more in that, I think. Uh, Paper Bark. Quest of Dungeons. The Stillness of the Wind. The Gardens Between. There's a lot of like really Gardens interesting between. games. Now, Gardens in Between, you'd remember. Gardens Between was shown at a Paris Games Week. Yeah, I, I, the, I recognize the thumbnail. Yep, and now it is in this bundle, 25 bucks. And look, listen to everything we've already said, and 25 bucks is your minimum for this. That is insane. Paper Fire Rookie, which is a firefighting game, it looks like. Which I assume you're a paper person. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, Masquerade, uh, The Bubbles of Doom. The Bobbles of Doom, maybe. Bobbles is a B-A-U-B-L-S. Yeah. Bobbles. Bobbles. Um, and uh, uh, mechan- machine- Machinarium? Mechanarium? Mechanarium? I don't know. Mecha- I can't see Machinarium? it. It's M-A-C-H. Machin- machinarium, I think, is something like that. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Cool. There's a machine game. <laughs> but 25 bucks. I mean, I think that's pretty good. Good deal. I mean, all the games look interesting. Yeah, and I'm. I think your twenty five dollars alone, just in Hollowed Void Bastard shift, like yeah, the, the ones I specifically commented on, you're already at at least forty dollars if you were to buy them straight up right now. So yeah, it was a good time. It was a good episode. I enjoyed what we did today. Action packed. Not really. I, I Lots of news. I couldn't, I couldn't think of. <laughs> you said action packed. I tried to think of something that rhymed that was different, like action packed and totally sad. Ah, I just got nothing. All right. Well, it's been fun. So we'll see you guys in eight days because we're recording on Saturday next week. So you guys have fun. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
the secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.